Hey friends, it's Ray Keating. Welcome to episode number 47 of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk a little Peter Drucker. In particular, I'm going to serve up some lessons for entrepreneurs, courtesy of Peter Drucker. I'm going to tell you who he was in a moment here, but first, I want all of you authors to consider these points that Drucker made over the years as an entrepreneur as well. Author entrepreneurs, that's what we're all about here, right? So listen, during the 10 years that I taught MBA students, I turned to Peter Drucker as a go-to source for a host of, of business wisdom and insights. Um, he, Drucker, he passed away in, in 2005 at the age, at the age of 95. Uh, he was once called by Business Week the, as the man who invented management. You know, from the 1930s into the early 21st century, Peter Drucker, you know, provided sound analysis in a variety of areas, uh, including the role of the CEO, uh, teams in the workplace, costs, profits, pricing, hiring and firing, uh, business turnarounds, demographics, countless other subjects related to managing people and organizations including Managing Yourself, which is one of his most famous episodes, uh, uh, essays. Um, and that included Drucker's very, you know, valuable thinking on entrepreneurship and innovation. So this is not going to do justice to a magnificent lifetime of work, but I've, I've picked out uh, 15 quotes that require, I think, some reflection by entrepreneurs and by author entrepreneurs um, while perhaps pointing the way to hopefully delve further into the wisdom of Peter Drucker. Excuse me while I took a little drink there. Now, the, here are the first eight uh, we're going to present in this episode, with the rest coming in, in the next episode of this podcast. So, the first one is addresses what do entrepreneurs do? Um and here's, here's Drucker's quote. This defines entrepreneur and entrepreneurship. The entrepreneur always searches for change, responds to it, and exploits it as an opportunity. Now, I'm not going to add much to these quotes. What I do want to say, though, is think of what he's saying here about entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship and apply it yourself. Think about how this applies to your writing, to your work as an author. Um, okay, so the second one, this is Drucker on managing and innovating. Quote, management and entrepreneurship are only two different dimensions of the same task. An entrepreneur who does not learn how to manage will not last long. A management that does not learn to innovate will not last long. Um, so managing and innovating. Number three, <clears throat> here's an example of entrepreneurship that Drucker highlighted. McDonald's was, entre was entrepreneurship. It did not invent anything, to be sure. Its final product was what any decent American restaurant had produced years ago. But by applying management concepts and management techniques, asking what is value to the customer, standardizing the product, designing the process and tools, and by basing training on the analysis of the work to be done and then setting the standards it required, 
McDonald's both drastically upgraded the yield from resources and created a new market and a new customer. This is entrepreneurship. Close quote. Interesting to think about that from a writer's standpoint. I leave that to you. On pricing, Peter Drucker on pricing. Quote, the worship of premium pricing always creates a market for the competitor, and high profit margins do not equal maximum profits. Total profit is profit margin multiplied by turnover. Maximum profit is thus obtained by the profit margin that yields the largest total profit flow, and that is usually the profit margin that produces optimum market standing, close quote. Again, this is part of being an indie author, indie publisher. Pricing matters. Are you thinking about it in the right way that makes the most sense? He offers more on pricing. Peter Drucker. Quote, mispricing a new product by charging what the market will bear. This too creates a risk-free opportunity for the competition. It is the wrong policy, even if the product has patent protection. Given enough incentive, a potential competitor will find a way around the strongest patent. Close quote. Um, kind of interesting to think about that as a writer, because you're not, what your, your work is not patented, but it certainly is copyrighted. But it competes, right? With other, Your book competes with other books, uh, at least in a similar genre. So again, pricing needs to be kept in mind and given serious consideration. Number six, on making people decisions. Um, Peter Drucker, quote, the CEO places people into key positions. This, in the last analysis, determines the performance capacity of the institution. Every organization says we have better people, but this is, of course, impossible. Once an organization grows beyond a handful of people, it is subject to statistics' most, ruth most ruthless law, the law of the great number, which dictates that there is only normal distribution. What, difference, what differentiates organizations is whether they can make common people perform uncommon things. And that depends primarily on whether people are being placed where their strengths can perform or whether, as is only too common, they are being placed for the absence of weakness. Have some great thoughts there. And nothing requires as much hard work as people decisions. The only thing that requires even more time and even more work than putting people into a job is unmaking a wrong people decision. And again, critical people decisions <clears throat> only the CEO can make. Excuse me. So that is important <clears throat> from a writer-author standpoint in terms of who you work with, obviously. It's also very important when you start to think of these decisions and apply them to yourself. Um, <clears throat> you know, are you putting yourself in the right spot and using your strengths and so on? So <clears throat> a lot to think about there, even in, in, uh, in, in a, a situation there where you're talking about people decisions at a larger, uh, a larger business, many of the same challenges apply to you as an individual writer. <clears throat> Excuse me again. Number seven, innovation is systematic. Now, what does he have to say here? Because that, that seems contradictory, right? So let's see. Quote, what all the successful entrepreneurs I have met 
have in common is not a certain kind of personality, but a commitment to the systematic practice of innovation. Innovation is the specific function of entrepreneurship, whether in an existing business, a public service institution, or a new venture started by a lone individual in the family kitchen. My comment, think author. <laughs> okay. Uh, he continues, it is the means by which the entrepreneur either creates new wealth producing resources or endows existing resources with enhanced potential for creating wealth, close quote. So this is part of an essay called The Discipline of Innovation. There's that word discipline. I've used this many times. And discipline is not the enemy of creativity. It is the friend of creativity. It is a foundation for creativity. So again, systematic practice of innovation. Take that phrase and think about it. And how does it apply to your writing? Finally, number eight, big guys losing to innovators. <clears throat> Quote uh, from Peter Drucker. Established companies concentrating on defending what they already have tend not to counterattack when a newcomer challenges them. Indeed, when market or industry structures change, traditional industry leaders again and again neglect the fastest growing market segments. New opportunities rarely fit the way the industry has always approached the market, find it, or organized to serve it. Innovators, therefore, have a good chance of being left alone for a long time. Close quote. My goodness, this describes the publishing industry and what technology has done to it. It describes what I do, what you do if you're an indie author, indie publisher. Um, the publishing industry, for the longest time, didn't get it. I don't think it still gets it. Um, there are tremendous... Uh, up, there's tremendous upheaval going on, certainly for small publishers in particular. I've talked about this before, uh, but this is opportunity. Um, the opportunities that we see now, thanks to technology, don't fit what the old industry was used to, and they're still having a tough time adjusting to it. And that's, excuse me, why um, the indie author, the indie publisher um, has a true opportunity with um, quality writing, quality books, um, and also a knowledge of the market and how to market and how to sell. And of course, if you're able to, to get resources to help you get the word out. But yeah, the big guys always lose to innovators eventually. Um, that actually happens in every industry, and it's certainly happening, happening in publishing. And I'm excited uh, to be one of those innovators, and you should be too. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We'll get back to more of Peter Drucker's uh, thoughts in our next episode. Uh, in the meantime, please sign up for our email list at raykeatingonline.com slash contact. Uh, you get a free newsletter and information on great savings opportunities. Also check out the links in the show notes for more information about various services that I provide to fellow writers, including creating a business plan for your book. You can contact me at raykeating at keatingreports.com. My to-do list solution planners for 2020 are out. There are three this year. The Pastor Stephen Grant, Stephen Grant Novels Planner, the Disney Planner, and the Lutheran Planner. Uh, all of these are meant to make your life more organized, able to get things done. Certainly as a writer, that's what I am. And these, my to-do list solution system has helped me tremendously, and I hope they can help you. Those books are available at Amazon.com and at RayKeatingOnline.com. And of course, please take a look at my Pastor Stephen Grant novels. 
available in paperback and for the Kindle at Amazon.com. Signed books, again, at RayKeatingOnline.com. The newest book is The Trader. And my latest nonfiction, non-planner book is Free Trade Rocks. Ten points on international trade. Everyone should know, and you can get that at all those wonderful places as well. Please check out my various other websites and endeavors, including DisneyBizJournal.com. Folks, I'm an economist. I taught MBA students for a decade about entrepreneurship, the economy, and assorted management topics. I have literally talked about these issues, entrepreneurship, and small business across the country. I'm also a writer. I've talked about writing to a whole host of people, and I have been writing for 30 years. I've been writing novels uh, for, my goodness, almost 10 years now. So I hope all this experience will help you and add some value for you. Please like us on Facebook at Authors and Entrepreneurs and at Pastor Stephen Grant Novels. You can get this podcast in all sorts of cool places, including Apple Podcasts. And until the next installment of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs podcast, enjoy reading, enjoy writing, and enjoy entrepreneurship. God bless and take care.